0: back to the rick Shields golf show podcast everybody episode 198 i'm your host rick Shields. i'm here with co-host guy yes how is everything how are you more importantly how is everybody listening
2: Even i don't know how they are they listening <laughs>
0: um, something in the car going, right thanks mate yeah right i'm all right um <laughs> some guy thanks for asking rick I've, 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 I've really wanted someone to ask me that today well if you are listening you're watching i hope you're having a wonderful day um I feel Monday motivated somehow, and I, I have no right to be.
2: The reason that you feel Monday motivated is that literally 10 seconds before starting this podcast, we've just ordered the biggest burger delivery coming from Burgerism in the next hour. <laughs> so we're super excited for that. That might be what it is. Because diets
0: start on a Monday. Yes. Or <laughs> not this Monday. Anyway, next Monday. welcome back, everybody. Hope everyone is good. Good. Um, it's been a weird hectic week. Mm. feel like I've been here, then everywhere, achieved a lot, but also to some degree, it's not, uh, you know, it, I don't know. It's been a real weird week.
2: Any progress in your golf? Yes. How?
0: I've not played. No. yeah. Okay. So you I've lost not, a single ball. I've not made a single, I've not, not made a bogey or lost a single ball for a week. You know, what? I've never shot over par Augusta. Wow.
2: <laughs> yeah. Just sort of that.
0: <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. I must have played since last week. No, I've you know, not. No? I've not touched a golf club. Well, I have because I did some reviews, but I've not been out on the golf course and played for a full week. I think I needed it. Yeah, you did.
2: And that will change this week because on Wednesday, so the day after most people are listening to this podcast, we are getting on a plane. We are flying to Italy
0: for... A romantic weekend away, just you and me. Correct.
2: Um, <laughs> pizza, spaghetti, some red wine. <laughs> Should we need to a new handbag?
0: I've got my eye on one, a little Louis Vuitton. Um, we are, no, we are going to Rome. We are. Because Rome, this year, at the end of September, early so- October, will become the capital of golf. Yes. Ryder Cup. Yes. 2023. Yes. It's going to be... A, it, I honestly... I'm very, very excited about this Ryder Cup. More for the picks as opposed mm. to who actually the Ryder Cup itself. Like, there's so much going on with the Ryder Cup. Like, who's going to get picked? What live players from America are going to get picked? Lucas Glover's just gone back to back wins. Um, how's the European team going to look? It's going to be crazy. But we are going to get an opportunity to play the golf course this Thursday. Marco Simone. Um a golf course that truth be told, right now, I don't know a lot about at all. Mm-hmm. However, that's going to change enormously because we, we're not only getting to play the golf course on Thursday, we are also going to be sitting down with a and doing an interview with the course designer, the yeah. guy who designed <laughs> Marco Simone.
2: Correct. We're going over there with European Golf Design who are essentially the, well, the business who designed the golf course. It's the same people that designed JCB when we had Jeremy on the podcast. We're having Dave on the podcast. Uh, Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Jeremy is from European Designs. That's where we got that from. We had Robin Heisman on the podcast. Sorry. We've now got Dave on the podcast who designed Marco Simone. We are going to become um, experts of the golf course and probably play it really well. I'd imagine. I I
0: think so. Grandstands are up. I think so. I think it's going to be anywhere. And we've been very, very fortunate this year. um, Anytime you get to play a golf course with the grandstands up, it's always pretty special. Yes. Um, This will be, and and, and this is kind of a weird flex and I don't mean it to be, probably about the fifth or sixth golf course I've played this year with grandstands up. Really? Sawgrass. Yes. Bay Hill. Yes. You could argue Augusta. There were still stands of, seats or whatever let's argue it (laughs) Royal Liverpool yeah and then Marco Simone wow I don't think I missed any Um, so that is going to be absolutely epic Mm. Um, from one thing I know about the golf course there's lots of water it's set up for match play what are we are we doing a break 75 I don't know I think a break 75 is good no fancy chances do you imagine that I just want I want the viewers to see all 18 holes oh, of course not 10 and 8 so I don't I think at the
2: minute oh, it'll be a whitewash I I don't I'd even pro- start you no know, I, I, I reckon I'd
0: beat you 4 and 3 so are we having a side hustle match play as well we want have a side hustle match play ok we'll do a side hustle well, then the video needs to be a break 75 because it'll actually go out the week yes. of the Ryder Cup we'll drop it on Monday Ryder Cup week so that everybody watching listening can get their juices blowing for the upcoming Ryder Cup if I win
2: you have to give me the channel yep <laughs> or, or do you think you might lose that's why you don't want to do it <laughs> scared no I'm excited I'm, I'm excited it should be good um, I think are you going to hit balls I need to hit balls I've just realised don't worry about me hitting balls May I was at the range this weekend to yeah. my baby best yep. it. I best hit some balls
0: get this uh, get this body moving a little bit I'm a flusher now <laughs> new irons I really 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 am getting good at golf what am I going to do <laughs> am I going to put some new irons in the bag I don't think I'll put new irons in I might put that three iron in that I've got my yeah. eye on mm-hmm. and then that's it yeah because it's the club's fault why I haven't been playing well or oh, so should I what... put new wedges in that mm. I just reviewed are they is
2: that video out yet no, no it's not so
0: Let's last give a little couple,
2: bit of a teaser, go on.
0: Last couple of weeks on HIT, we've been re- reviewing lots of new equipment, which is exactly what the channel is designed to do. Yes. Um, all the new tightless irons, we've managed to also test the brand new tailor-made wedges. Yes. And they're beautiful. I think they're really, really nice. So at the moment, I'm in transition period with my wedges. I had Volkes, I then switched to Indy, which is a bit of a, bit of a I don't know, A little a fur one at that. A little, yeah, a little kind of... Holiday romance. It was. never going to last.
2: You knew that. You I knew just, that. She kind of knew
0: that. They would bounce back. Yeah. <laughs> there was lots of bounce. That was rubbish. <laughs> oh my God. God. So they uh, <laughs> they might be leaving the bag um, and onto new pastures, but Teller MG4 wedges may be going in. Tiger, yeah. Woods, Tiger Woods grind on the bottom, be able to open it up, do a little bit of R1, oh, release one and Talks release such two. A good game. And, Remember all those things. I need to watch that video back actually. I might watch the Dan Grieve video on the plane flying to Rome just to remind myself. Um, And then last week as well, even though I didn't play golf, we filmed a really cool video. You didn't come on the shoot, but we went to a really, honestly, quite simply one of my favorite places I've been to. Really? I just love how quaint it is. Okay. So last couple of years ago, we went to a golf course in Derby called Pastures, The Pastures, with ex-tour pro James Robinson. Because at the time, nobody at The Pastures had ever broken par. I was convinced when we went with James Robinson that he would be breaking par. Without question. It's 5,500 yards, Mm -hmm. a par 65, or 64, sorry, 64. It's nine holes, we play it twice. The current Mm. course record when we went with James was one over par. and No one's even shot par. Now, Richard, who was the current course holder, has now since gone one under par. He's the first man on the planet to shoot an under par score at that golf course. So you went with Ryan Ruffles? I went with Ryan. Now, you saw Ryan recently on the JCB video where we... Uh, I played with Ryan a couple of times this year. Isleworth and at JCB when he did the 10 Mulligan Challenge. I am not joking when i say this i've I've been very fortunate to play play with a lot of amazing golfers ryan flushes it Mm -hmm. he flushes it his swing is ridiculous he hits driver so 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 bloody good however the pastures isn't about power it's not about smashing driver in fact it was advised by the members to take the driver out of the bag, which he listened to. I didn't he have didn't the have the driver. He didn't hit it well. He didn't need to. Wow. So, Will. Yeah, you can't tell us what happened, but I want to know what happened. Yeah. Will Bright, oh, Brian. Brian. <laughs> 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 Brian. Will Ryan. <laughs> Will Ryan. Cheers, mate. <laughs> what's going on today will ryan ruffles tour pro who's currently right now oh yeah right now this week he's actually got an invite as well to the dp world tour event in in um ireland so he's going to be playing in a european tour dp world tour event this weekend does ryan ruffles break par set a new course record at the pastures video be out this week i think I think we're aiming for this wow. week. I think we're aiming for this week. Don't, don't quote me on it. You know what's mad? Ryan Ruffles sounds like a cool name, doesn't
2: it? But if he was called Brian Bruffles, it's totally <laughs> different, isn't it? He's like 65, retired. Brian, it was a mechanic, Brian Bruffles. Trusty, trustworthy guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. But, um, you can
0: imagine that. And then his son, Brian Bruffles Jr., yeah. now owns the car mechanics. On another note of Ruffles... Okay. Yes, from one ruffles to another ruffles, <laughs> and this is genuine. Gabriella, his sister, won on tour her third win on the Epson Tour, which is like the, the tour lower down than the LPGA Tour. Okay, so LP- corn ferry essential in the Yes, yeah. she won. She shot twelve on the par um, total score. She absolutely dominated it. Third win so far. Um, it was funny Ryan because I spent a bit of time with Ryan last week. He he honestly thinks he obviously has huge high hopes for himself. The hopes he has for his sister are just ridiculous. Really? Yeah, and they come from a background where their father and mother were both professional tennis players. Wow! Their dad played in the Wimbledon final, doubles oh Wimbledon final, like back in like the seventies. That's weird. It's, yeah, weird, it's mad, they're Australian, it? aren't they as well? Australian, but when his um, tennis career was kind of. Going on the up, they moved to America, right? And then when Ryan was ten, they moved back to Australia till he was about eighteen, nineteen, and they moved back to America. Oh wow! So yeah, it's, it's a fascinating story. So um Gabriella won, and then also continuing on Lady Golf news, I honestly was glued to the action yesterday at the AIG Women's Open at Walton Heath because new friend of the channel mm-hmm. Charlie Hull, which video went last week? Hopefully everybody enjoyed that. Um, she was in contention. Yeah, it was frustrating for me because I was watching Liverpool v Chelsea. I wanted to watch the
2: golf at the same time. So I was flicking between the two and I was really hoping that Charlie Hull would, would win and the Rick Sheel effect would be proven once again. She didn't win. But firstly, how good did the golf course look? Unreal. It looked so good. And I was actually really enjoying kind of watching the golf. And I think this year in particular, I don't kind of why this is, but it felt like the AIG Women's Open was almost more talked about and more spoken about yeah. than I've probably known before.
0: Yeah, no, I would, I would say, yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, obviously, our involvement, we got contacted by the RNA about coming down and doing a video at Walton Heath um, to showcase the AIG Women's Open. Um, we made a request, is there any chance we can film with Charlie Hull? They said, yes, we'll grant it. Charlie was incredible, Golf on that video, like her golf is absolutely outrageous. Um, she is one of the best talents I've ever, genuinely, the lady talents I've ever played with. Um, I remember years ago? Do you remember um, when we when I played in the Royal Lytham Pro Am with Nasa Hattercotcher? Yeah, was that about two thousand eighteen? Eighteen, famous two thousand eighteen year, and she was one of the most impressive women golfers I've ever seen because she didn't put a foot wrong and just kind of. Everything was just down the fairway, middle of the green, one or one put or two put. Charlie Hull plays a very different game to that. Yeah. Like she's she's longer hitting. She's more aggressive. She goes for everything. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, certainly we might have seen a little bit of that yesterday. That's where her rounds will sometimes fluctuate. She can go super, 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 super low and shoot six, seven, eight, nine under. But when her aggressive play isn't quite working on her side, it can also kind of fall, it's fall down. It's exciting though, bit. isn't it? It's very exciting. You know what? I was watching some
2: of the golf though, and I saw um, Charlie Hull was hitting driver, and her ball speed is about 150 miles an hour, which is, I'd say, faster than the average male golf club member.
0: Yes, I would agree.
2: 100%. And I don't know the actual stats now, but I think it is. And I was thinking that if I could actually have the chance to walk around and, and watch her versus an actual PJ Tour Pro, I think I'd rather, rather walk, walk around and watch her because it, 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 how they shoot these scores, and the courses aren't crazy short, obviously. Like, they're hitting such good shots. something so like
0: hybrids and longer irons just absolutely flush into the greens. Wow, this is, I've just, uh, quick research and don't, this is, I'm sure this isn't fact. This is Google telling me this. A PGA Tour player averages 168 miles per hour. Sounds about okay, right, yeah. A um a high level amateur yeah. is 160. Mm-hmm. A five handicapper is around 147. Wow. And a ten handicapper would be around about 138. Yeah. So yeah, she's much much higher than than pretty much every man at every golf club that you yeah. can think of. Really. What was it? Um, and and it was i was watching it i can't remember if it was the third or fourth hole she went for this pin took right in the corner and she plays with this kind of draw she loves to draw it she wants to see the ball she mentioned in the video she wants to see it going left she hates any shot that goes right wow. which is so not usual for a, for a good player. No, like lefts often for good players, and I, I'll know it for someone who who has overdrawn the golf ball quite a lot. Is that like it feels like there's not much control when you overdraw it? Correct. She would more than she she hates it when it goes right. Um, so she had this shot and it was a, a pin tucked to the right-hand corner. She's playing this draw. And for whatever reason, it just didn't quite turn over. I think she was hitting out the rough. And it missed the green by, honestly, three three yards max. And the way that the camera filmed it, and it just it just plopped deep down into this, like, nasty lie, horrible lie. And he was, she was short-sided herself and she, she couldn't get it up and down and that kind of started the first bogey and she had a couple more after that I mean she ended up shooting one over for the final round and, and missing out by in total six shots in the end but all credit to, to um, View, who uh, Lillian View who second major of the year and her golf yesterday she's only 25 years old she just didn't put a foot wrong at all it's, she's had six professional wins now um and just killed it she honestly I thought she was very very impressive not phased at all and to go around in a fact she was leading the AIG women's open and then to go out and shoot five under to extend her lead uh it was a it was a pretty dominating performance to be honest with you
2: oh absolutely and I think like I said the coverage was great um and I kind of feel like I should watch more of the women's golf. But at the same time, I said this before, there's so much to watch. Now, obviously, on the weekend, there was the, the FedEx, there was the uh, what sexual event? just, just got on my mind. Um, St. Jude's. Yes. Then there was um, obviously live was on and the women's was on. There was football on, there was cricket on. As you know, I'm a massive fan of the 100 now. I saw people commenting on the last uh, video that my cricket knowledge was
0: horrendous, which I admit. However, I did see an advert. They are all sponsored by CRISPs. I told you skips, hula hoops. Yeah. I was like, what is this about? Yeah. I'd be hungry all the time playing yeah. that game. But, um, luckily it doesn't last long. Did you watch any of the lift stuff? No. That is? I mean, I've had a busy weekend, as you know. It was my wife's 40th birthday. Um, so that was last weekend. So August is always a really busy month for me. It's my uh, youngest daughter's birthday on the 9th of August. My wife's birthday on the 10th of August. So I had a couple of days off for them. And then we had a party on Saturday, which you attended to. I did. And then I was recovering we'll yesterday. we had a few little weren't we? We had a few little yeah. Had a yeah. There, there was a few baby beers floating around. I'd never had a baby beer before.
2: what do you think? It wasn't bad. I'm not normally a shots kind of guy. It's not really a shot though, is it? Well, it's like a dessert. Yeah, and I got... I'm normally... I think you'll you'll um, agree with me on this. I'm quite strong-minded. Someone said, do you want a shot? I said, no, I don't really fall to peer pressure. I'm like, no, Mara, honestly, I'm honestly good. But it wasn't so much peer pressure, but... Robinson was there, James Robinson was there, and you were like, have one, go on. I was like, go on then, let, let me her down. Her was down to my shoulders, on it? It was really long. It was <laughs> so long. <laughs> I didn't know you had so long,
0: longer locks. And, um, yeah, there was a few, uh, few of those consumed. Uh, baby beers are the best. And, and luckily, we had also the little um, beer shot glasses. Yes, they so were they, cool. With little handles. So they, were, they were actually like baby beers. Yeah. Very impressive. So, the only thing I didn't quite like is how you
2: went short to everyone that had to call you boss. Everybody. <laughs>
0: Shut up. <laughs> you yeah, off. everyone knows it, sir. Yeah.
2: Um, then, um, another <laughs> bit of golf news, though, that's slightly off topic, but someone I want to give a shout out to. So the golf club I was a member at, basically, all my life, I'm not actually a member at the moment, but I still go up occasionally, Huffwood Golf Club, St. Helens. Um, my biggest, um, what was the word I'm looking for? The one thing I wanted more than anything when I was growing up was to be club champion. It never happened. I was, I probably came in the top three, so maybe a couple of times and I was never either A, good enough, let's be being honest, or B, it was was something that I I could actually, I held it in such a high regard because when I was like a junior and obviously summer holidays, club championship was in the summer, it was two rounds, Saturday and Sunday, stroke play. I know some clubs then go into match play, but it's just pure stroke play. I would practice all summer for it. And then the weekend would come and it'd just be the biggest thing in my life. And I think were maybe some of the older members potentially had a benefit, say benefit, was because they actually had busy working lives. Yes, they wanted to prioritize the golf and practice, but there was bigger things than golf. I almost put golf on such a pedestal. It was yeah. ridiculous. Anyway, the I'm going to come on to, a young junior at the golf club, who you might I think you do know of, uh, ben Caddick, yeah. so he is Barry Taylor, who's a friend of mine, he's a PJ golf bro and a coach down at Clark's Golf Centre. His stepson, Ben, he's 15 years old, right? He is um, he's now off 0. 0.7 handicap, and he won the club championship. It's ridiculous, isn't it? He is a baller, and I think he's going to have, I don't want to put pressure on the guy, but I think he's got potential for quite a big future because He's 15 years old. I think he's going to year 11 at school. So he'll be turning 16 at some point in the you know the next year or so, obviously, if he's 15.
3: <laughs>
0: As maths would go. Yeah, that's yeah, that, I think that, that he's, works. That, he's quite weird. He's 15. year, Yeah. That's how numbers six, work. 16, yeah. yeah. No, you're right.
2: And he's at that age where I don't think he's quite had his growth spurt yet. I think he's going to probably grow quite a bit. And he's like, I've just asked Barry for some stats. He's five foot three and seven stone. So he's not a big beast. But his club head speed is 106 miles an hour. He's at
0: 157 ball speed. There's, there's, there's so much talent in the talent pool of junior golf. Yes. I think the future is going to be very bright for, for golf. And um, I don't know, just in, in all facets of the game, like from professional golf to, I mean, that, I'm saying that, I think there's going to be a lot of really strong professional golfers. Going back to this kind of professional events at the moment, I do feel like just a lot of golf uh, watchable mm-hmm. and, and how does it all get consumed? Like you mentioned before, I mean, like I say, I have had a busy weekend and, and you know, Saturday night was taken up and blah, 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 blah. But how do you watch like live DP world tour, AIG, St. Jude's? You can't can you? That's a thing. There's it's too much. Mad, yeah. So what? we didn't watch anything. No. Um, however, I do know Cam Smith won not live again. Mm-hmm. Another 4 million. Nice. Dollars, back pocket. Mm. Lucas Glover, out of nowhere, has just gone back-to-back wins. Yeah, Like, what the hell? How does, how does that happen? Apparently he had the short game yips and he's got rid of them. Wow. I could do with that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what medicine did he take?
2: But don't, it just shows, though, how, like, how mad golf actually it's is. Crazy. And we say this a lot, but you think about that, like, you can just suddenly hit a patch of form where everything goes right and you can be winning massive, massive events. And then equally it can so much off the boil. And there was something I saw on Twitter, I can't remember who it was, it was like one of these golf stats people or somebody that was like kind of tweets about golf saying that you often see, and I bet you saw this load when you were a coach, coaching all the time. People would come to you and say, I want to be more consistent. Hmm? And you look at the guys in tour, and we use Rory as an example, how he can go 62, 78 or whatever. Like,
0: is consistency actually a thing? Does it exist? I think it depends how, <clears throat> what you ask what do you want consistency over? So Scores. Well, that's scores, what... that's the challenge. Because you, if you want to hit consistently better shots or you want to be consistently hitting it less out of bounds or you want to be consistently taking low puts, they, they, you can do all of those things to a certain degree. Um, but then that doesn't always mean you're going to post a brilliant score because to try and get every single as- aspect of your game consistent, that's really, really difficult. Well, just look at this, right? So this is the, the hist-
2: round history of Lucas Glover. Okay, and I'll go down maybe 10 or so events to kind of give you some um, idea. Win, yeah. win, right? That's consistent. <laughs> that's pretty good. Week before that, missed cut. Then he went fifth, tied six, tied four. So you're thinking that's super consistent. Then he went Cut. Then he went um, tied twentieth. Then it was miscut, tied seventy nine, miscut, 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 forty five. So you look at that and you think his form now is insane. But only a few months ago it was miscut, miscut. Like how? How does it happen?
0: There's a couple of things I'm just reading here. Like so, he genuinely considered um, quitting. Wow, not that long ago. Um, You know he, he. there was times where he was considering taking a, a hiatus as he was searching for the cures for kind of like the yips, basically. Um, he, he said here, I, I had no control over my... The two, two, two tiles? Huh? That body parts not like all mine <laughs> some people would say that about my dance moves on Saturday that I had no control <laughs> um, and, it, and that it was difficult to understand and difficult to deal with right. yeah he's, he's kind of like continued to to
2: work really hard true or um, false until this last week when he well his last two when he won had you forgot he won a major I, I totally forgot about him yeah Like he's a major champion
0: and now potentially he's going to be a radical yeah. player He's played Ryder Cup before, though, right? Nope. Has he not? No. Nope. Never? No. Nope. Is that real? I promise you my life. In your life? Paul Rich just died. <laughs> <laughs> no, I promise you. He has not done Ryder Cup nope.
2: before. No, I thought he would have done that when he had that, um, that win. Major win, the US Open.
0: But it depends on what year it fell. Yeah, well, that's true. Because if it fell on the opposite year of Ryder Cup, yeah. you could easily kind of, you know, just not get picked because on form, etc. Um... But also, like, when you actually look at leaderboard, what's mad is Lucas Glove obviously won a playoff against Patrick Canley. Rory McIlroy there again. Yeah. Third place. Tommy Fleetwood, Joint third place with Tommy Fleetwood. I feel like Tommy is really, really, really close to breaking through. Yeah. Um, I feel like he's not won in America yet, and I feel like he's really been knocking at the door this year. It's what, what, uh, So hard to know what it takes to kind of just cross that line. But I suppose... Just that, you just need that one bit of luck but, and you need but, that one win, don't But you? this is the thing though, again, what
2: makes, sounds obvious, but winning an event at this level is so difficult that Rory and, and Tommy in particular having such great kind of, again, we will use that, but, but, term of almost consistent seasons, they're kind of up there, you're not surprised, they're in the top 10, the top five. But every single week on the PJ Tour, there's going to be someone who has the week of the life, yeah. isn't there? Or, awesome. or in the case of two weeks at like Lucas Glover. So you've not only got to beat all the guys that you know you have to beat, there's always going to be somebody that kind of semi out that's has a great week. It's like, It just
0: shows how hard it is to actually win an event. I'll tell you what I do want to just check, and I've just seen it again. Famously, live now, if you win, you get $4 million. Okay? Yeah. That's what it is. I'm looking at here, and I'm, I'm sure it's because it's now becoming a, a FedEx event, Lucas Glover won three point six million yesterday. Wow! Why? Like, well, they've got to put the hands in the pockets and and give these guys a reason to not go over to live. But it's mad how that gap feels like it's really closed. And correct me if I'm wrong. Right, and one of the things that I've always thought about is I don't particularly care how much money they're winning. It's just interesting that I've seen this uh, recently on online. Certainly from yesterday with Lucas Glover and um, and. Uh, Cam Smith winning. I was like, there's got to be some way of, of um, what I'm trying to get out here. Uh, what I'm trying to get at is mm. for me, I'm not a bother about how much they win. I'm not. It's the fact I've seen news articles that are telling me that Cam Smith won 4 million, news articles telling me Lucas Glover's won 3.6. I'm almost seeing it as like, whoa, that seems very, very close. Mm. Well, I felt like the gap was much bigger. Yeah. Anyway. Question for you. Go for I it. I
2: saw these stats around the um, women's open. I can't remember the number now top of my head, but basically the Pro V1 is the and then Pro V1X.
3: Oh. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new custom spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves, Without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all
1: Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: The, the ball
0: that is used, in fact, let me try and find it quickly. Um, Just while you're doing that, another quick thing that I forgot to talk about at pastures, why yeah. I'm, I'm now pastures through and through is uh, actually made me an honorary member. Wow. I am an honorary so what, member. What does that mean? Of one of the hardest golf courses in the world. <laughs> Basically, I can do what I want. So I'll turn up when I want, play when I want. When are you going to go next? Next time we film there. Okay. I've got a tour pro, a, a big name tour pro, who we've mentioned on this podcast already, yep. not that long ago. He wants to go there and see if he can break par and shoot a new course record so that might be the next time i go i've actually not played it yet Anyone anyway, remember and i'm a, i think i need to uh, we need to do break 75 there <laughs> well i hope we
2: should do break 75 if it's par 64 <laughs> <laughs> i
0: don't know <laughs> oh yeah. yeah let's do one
2: yeah be good um this start i can't find standard uh, i've kind of last minute with it but basically i can't remember the exact number but at the um aig women's open the pro the titles pro v1 and pro v1x were kind of by a country mile um, the most used golf ball, right? Yeah. Uh, in fact, here we go. Is this it? No, isn't it? Um. Anyway, do you, what brands do you genuinely think if sponsorships went out the window tomorrow would be the most used brands? I, I without shadow of a doubt, think
0: Titleist would be the number one used brand. Tell me I'm wrong. Oh, you mean so tomorrow, everyone's club contract gets terminated? So I've got the stat here.
2: Finally found it. At every major, this is your title's Twitter, at every major, the overwhelming majority of choosing one ball in golf. This week at Walton Heath, 7, 73% of the field are teeing up either Pro V1 or Pro V1X more than eight times the nearest competitor. Lot, so obviously a lot of people are getting paid to use that, admittedly. So you could argue, well, if Tyler stopped paying, some of those might go and use a tailor-made ball or Bridgestone ball or whatever. But I think a lot of those probably
0: aren't getting paid and just want to use it because it's what they grow up using. But then also you look at You've you've then got to cancel out all the people who are signed by TaylorMade. Yeah. For example, Charlie Hull's not playing with a Pro V One. Right. You know, there's there's because she's TaylorMade. Yep. Like, the, you, so even that seventy three percent are people either they sponsor or or choose Correct. or are allowed to play with so Pro V One. So if tomorrow sponsorship just ended,
2: would Titleist see even more usage? Tide, uh, Pro uh, V One would be the number one ball.
0: Yeah. In my opinion, mm-hmm. I think. I think it would be a toss-up between... I think Odyssey might have putters. Yeah, I think I was going to go driver. I think... I'll oh, go uh, on then for driver. Because they did drive to last. I think as tour pros, I think TaylorMade might just... In driver. In driver. Stealth. Okay. Do you think? Yeah. I think Ping would be up there as well. A lot True. of guys who are not in contract using Ping. I would then say... Irons, what? Well, I mean, Irons could be anything, on it? Mizuno? You, you could think Mizuno. I feel like Mizuno... I don't... I feel like I've not seen that many irons no. at the moment with Mizuno. Like they had that real sweet spell where Brooks Koepka yeah. was out of contract after leaving Nike before yeah. he signed with Strixen. And he went on that massive run where he won loads of majors with Mizuno. And Mizuno was like another major yeah. win, but they couldn't actually say who it was. But he's also debunked that now because now he's won, he's won with Strixen. Yeah. So it's, it's not the irons obviously doing it. I still think again, titles to be up there. They really
2: do. Yeah. And then wedges again. You're going to go Vokey, Let's be honest. And you mentioned putters. Is it not Scotty Cameron? Uh, I think if, Odyssey if it, would give him
0: a good good run for the money. If but they just, could play with any any putter, I feel like they'd go Scotty. Which all in all, it's all still tightest. Yeah. I don't think it'd win driver. I don't think it'd win three woods. I not, don't think it'd win that's fairway woods. Driver. It it's, has. It's, it's
2: it, Yeah. I don't know. I'm just interested in it. I think ball would definitely be outright winner on that one. I just think it, there's, I know people do naturally, obviously, get um, kind of influenced, if you like, by what tour pros use. And that's the whole reason why brands give them loads and loads and loads of money. That, you know, if you see Rory with TaylorMade, you think, well, it's good enough for him. And I always think to myself as well, well even though he's getting paid, he's surely not going to want to use inferior products. So it must be good. It validates it to a degree. But having said that, like with Bryson now leaving Cobra, he's got all random stuff in the bag. He's got a crank driver. I think he's got some ping irons and he's had all different bits Just show how quickly they can just jump ship. Did you hear this uh,
0: weird story about Rory McElroy's putter this weekend? So we went into a Scotty Cameron. Yes. Yeah. And then he realised that it was different length to his spider that he'd been using. He was longer and he was like, I'm not comfortable with it. They measured it. It was three, um, three tenths of an inch longer. My days. And he realised. And he could notice it. So, so Harry, his caddy, because they had no tour trucks apparently by the time he'd noticed. Uh, Harry, his caddy, had to go to, it's a golf store in America that I've actually not heard of. Edwin Watts. Edwin Watts, yeah. Yeah, he had to go to an Edwin Watts and get Rory McIlroy putter cut down. Oh my word. And have the grip put back on, which is a bit mad, isn't it? Imagine that. Like some, some assistant pro going, oh God, (laughs) I've got... Put the grip back on straight. That'd be quite daunting. (laughs) It Um, really would. And and they're going, what do you mean? It's the same length. They don't don't need a difference there.
2: How do you even cut off that salt? I don't know if you could. Sand it down, maybe? Possibly. Um, We have now confirmed, and this is something we're kind of leaving more further on the podcast. We're not actually doing the tickets just yet, but we have confirmed the live podcast, Rick. Boom. Can you tell me when it is? Can you remember?
0: 30, Friday the thirteenth of October, correct. Friday what the thirteenth, a, a day to have done a live podcast. So hopefully there's no uh, bad omens. But yeah, Friday the thirteenth of, of October, it's going to be an evening event, but yep. not too late. No, nope. about seven ish. Seven ish. Um, tickets will be announced and going on sale. Hopefully next, next week, Tuesday. Yeah. We can say the venue though, if you want. I think we've locked it in. No, no, it's not yet. Okay, let's get tickets. So it's, it's going to be Manchester, Manchester. Yeah. It's uh it's a space that we use or a place we use a lot and might be giving it away. Um we're gonna have how many guests, how many actual fans can we have turn I think, up? I think it's about two seven five. Oof. So rowdy bunch. Yeah. It's gonna be good. So stay tuned to social media, to the podcast next Tuesday. I think tickets are gonna go pretty fast. Are we going to almost announce the tickets in this podcast next and then go on sales straight after the podcast goes out? Something like that. That works. I think um, get them early is
2: what I would say. Set an alarm. They will sell out. I think they'll sell out really quickly. And they're not too expensive at four hundred and fifty-five quid, I think. Yeah, that's not bad. So, they're going to be about 20 quid, I
0: think. Not not stupid (laughs) money. Um, It's going to be open to all... um, you know, sometimes in these live podcasts, me and Guy will have a few little beverages beforehand. Mm, so you'll, you'll be absolutely Ricky. A few, uh, a few curse words
2: may be thrown out. So remember The last time we did the live podcast at London and you had obviously quite a few beforehand and nice. you you went, you went to go out without trousers on. I was like, no, we have got to wear trousers. And you're like, no, it's funny. I was like, Rick, put some pants on, mate. Um, and eventually you did. Do you remember that?
0: <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you tell everyone that? Why are you tell everyone my secrets?
2: <laughs> uh, right, anyway, on a Questions. more serious matter. Well, before that, they've got an email for you. So I've not been in as many emails recently, <laughs> but feel free to send them in. The email address is simple, it's podcast at rickshields.com Send them. And you, and read you, won't, them.
0: you won't let me put my underpants on my head or anything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Um, uh, Yeah, so we have got an email. Go for it. And it's a similar advice that we've had before, Rick. This is something where you need to have your real thinking cap on and uh, provide us with the best advice because it's getting this guy down. So he said, "Dear Rick, please excuse the length of this email, but I want to make sure I've covered everything so you can cast judgment. And I saw that and thought, oh, it's going to be too long. It's not actually that long, so bear with I've been playing golf with a friend for about eight years. Uh, We've been members of the same course and the two of us play no matter the weather. During this time, he's brought a few of his other friends to play, which is always fine with me, although they don't tend to play in week in, week out like we do. The problem is that I always end up being pushed to the side during the round and spending it on my own. I end up finding myself walking 20 yards uh, behind them sometimes. The conversation leaks into them uh, talking when I'm setting up, when I'm swinging the club or um, I'm, and I end up having to um, hit over the golf trolleys or over them. I end up fixing the pitch marks they've left. Uh, They end up walking all over my line. They never bother picking up the flag. Uh, They just put out and leave it for me to then get out, get the flag and put it back in the hole. It's making me fall out with love with the game. It's grown to a head. And after finishing the 18th last time we played, I threw everything in my car and left. I would love to be able to join my golf club society, but I just can't afford it. So I'm thinking of just playing golf on my own for the foreseeable. Would I be wrong in doing that? Am I being a bit dramatic? I would talk about it, but I don't want to be the whiny so-and-so, and I don't think it'll make a difference anyway. I love this game, and I want it to, I want it to fall back in love with it. Honest thoughts are welcome. <laughs> I'm sorry if I wasted a few minutes of your time. Cheers Aww. from Anonymous.
0: Oh, it makes me quite sad that. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me quite sad, that email. Um... Aww. Well... Um, is is this is this written by you? Is this when James Robinson joined us at Royal? I have to guess. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a it's a a weird one, isn't it? Been mm. pals for eight years. Been playing golf whatever the weather, all the time. And he's bringing other players into a relationship. Mm. And there's, there just sounds like there's no ground rules at all. No, no safe word. No, no safe word. Um. Oh God, it's really, it's really tricky isn't it? Like what? Because he doesn't want to come across and say, I, I don't like your friends who are coming. Mm. But there's got to be some level of etiquette. Well,
2: what sounds quite difficult as well is it's not that they just do one thing that is like, I hate the way your mates do X, yeah. never kind of word. Because then you could go, all right. But it's like, they talk too much. They're in the way.
0: They don't put the flag back in. He gets left out. It's a lot of things that feels like... It's he's... kind of his, his mate's issue, isn't it, really? Mm. Like it's not his mate's mate's issue. It's his mate's issue. Like you... You know, if, if let's say, for example, you you go, like, even this weekend, let's say, when, when you're around at the party, if I stood there and there was someone from school who, who I've been hanging around with for the last 20 years, you get what I mean? Yeah. And we started talking about these, oh, do you remember that funny story 20 years ago? You do your best to include the people around you. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. You just give a bit of a synopsis to say, "Oh yeah, just a quick one." By the way, guy, this this story is really funny. It was when we used to go to school together. Like you try and bring other people into the conversation because it's yep. rude if you don't. Yeah. And it sounds to me like his mate isn't doing those sort of things. Mm. He's not. He's not reading the go- the room and the situation to go. Hold on, I I've got a mate he's over not reading here. The greens. Yeah, he's not reading the greens. <laughs> I've got a mate over here who I go back a long way with, and I've got my golf mate over here he's not kind of including everybody into the conversation and the chat, which is, it's quite rude, really. Because um, yeah. then, otherwise, if anonymous guy who's emailed in starts going, oh, what are you talking about, guys? Like, it's like, oh, we're talking about something. I don't know, it's, I, I do just think he does need to try and find other friends and other people to play golf with. I mean, if you're a golf course and you want to play all the time, every day, I'm sure you, or whatever the weather, I'm sure you've probably seen other people down there on a regular basis that you can kind of maybe join with now and again, make an excuse to make, you know, say to his pal, Oh, I can't play at eight 30. Uh, you go out with your mate. I'm going to, I'm going to come play a little bit later this afternoon with a couple of other guys that I've met at the golf club. Yeah. Make him jealous. Yes. That's a good, I like that. <laughs> but I don't know. I just, I just think try and get yourself out there. Try and put yourself, put your name down with another player, um, go out at a different time of day, um, bring it up with your mate. Just kind of, Mention off uh, when you are just you and him one time. Just say, by the way, you know when you bring your mates, like I do, find it a bit rude that they don't do, do this, they don't do that. Yeah, it's really hard. I think he's in a really tricky situation. Back, off of no, of the round. No, I don't think we should scrap. I don't think we should scrap. Maybe an arm wrestle, but I think a <laughs> fight eighteenth <laughs> green. I don't. It's weird, isn't it? I think the thing is with golf clubs,
2: the the they can become places where everyone gets into a routine where you play with the same people at the same time, week in, week out. And that's fine if that's what you want. And the thing is with a golf club as well. There's kind of lots of different things you can get out of a golf club. So with a, with a gym, and this isn't speaking for every gym, but typically people kind of go to the gym, they do the workout and then they go home. You might nod at a few people you recognize in the gym or the personal trainer that you sometimes see. And certainly when I was young and I was really, really into the gym many, many years ago now, I, it was become like a club for me. I knew everyone in there to go at a certain time and hang around the same guys and train together. But that was kind of an anomaly. Most people go in, do the stuff and go home. With the golf club though, you've got some people who are the banter men who go up on a weekend, they tee off at 10 o'clock, finish at two and they drink until five o'clock. They get picked up or whatever, they get a lift home and everyone knows them. And you get some people when I used to work in the golf shop and you would have seen this yourself. There's some people who'd literally, they'd park up, they'd come into the golf shop, they'd literally just open the door, pop the head in and say, oh, I'm here for my 240 tee time. Yeah, great. They'd walk out, play the golf, jump in the car. And other than that, wouldn't step foot in the clubhouse. And they'd been members for years, but like, nobody knew him because that's how they wanted to have the membership, which is fine. And it's a weird situation of like, well, what do you want from it? So I suppose if he wants to kind of jump in with both feet first, he could become more known at the golf club, whether that be playing more of the competitions and just book on with random people. It's a tough one, but if you're playing with the same people week in, week out,
0: it can become a situation we don't know anybody else. Mm. Yeah, it's a tricky one. It's weird, one.
3: Isn't it? Cast,
0: cast your net, try and make some new friends. Mm. Uh, should we fly through some questions from Facebook? Yes, yeah, so I've got a couple for you. Do you want me to ask these first? Please. Uh, and by so, the way, sorry, quick one. I know you always plug it. The Facebook group, very mm. excited. 97.4 thousand members. Friends. Uh, friends family. Friends. I'm surprised we weren't all at the party at the weekend. I think it were.
2: But, <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, it's a good, good community. We love it on there and join. Anything Done. else to say on it? It's free. It's free. Uh, so Ryan, um, I'm really sorry, Ryan. I can't read your last name. I think it's Kozlowski, something like that. Has um, As a high handicapper and clubhouse member, I'm confused why Rick hasn't moved to more forgiving irons. Uh, yeah, hybrids aren't going to happen. That's fine. But why not in the T200s or P790s, given he appeared to
0: be so consistent with them in the review? Yeah, not, not um, a bad shout. I don't think, for me looks do play a big part. I know we did a survey recently when I did that hybrid um, video about those, would you consider, could you overlook um, the looks of golf clubs for performance? Mm-hmm. And it was like 70 odd percent said Yes. I'm in the 20-odd percent that said no. Mm. I, I'm very cosmetic, and when, I've, when I put a club behind the ball, it's got to look nice. Um, the T200s do that just a little bit chunky. The new P790s, which I'm about to review this afternoon, actually, again, they could be a bit slimmer. Maybe a P770 mm-hmm. I could go with. Yeah. Maybe the T150s, I know you're rocking them at the moment. Yeah, long iron's good. I'm not totally against it, but they've just got to look nice. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that's the thing that,
2: Certainly when you're newer to golf and you, you may don't, you, you, it, like you said, looks are so important. That's why like you said before, I know it's not quite a looks, but Rory knew the club was however much longer because yeah. it's feel and it just kind of doesn't feel right. And it's, you have to be confident. Uh, this was a strange one from Peter McIntosh. He put out of the blue, We asked for questions, he put one annoying thing about Rick and one annoying thing about Guy. Rick says ridiculous far too many times. Does he actually know it's That's this? ridiculous. It is stupid. And he said, Guy, why does your laughter come over so loudly on the speaker?
0: Yeah. So, because it's loud. Yeah, sorry, Peter. Um, but, Yeah. And then someone's put yeah. uh, Phil Vincent commented, but imagine that getting out of hand on the podcast starts off with one thing each, then descends into chaos. I don't understand that. No, I don't. Anyway, I don't. I, I didn't actually read it before I read it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, nice preparation, uh, Dave Pennington. Hello. I, I, I don't know if you're going to have the answer to this. I will, because know because I'm concerned. One of these
3: things you haven't watched? Go on then. Happy Gilmore? Yep. Or Tin Cup? Not seen Tin Cup. Is Tin Cup good? That's your homework I for this I hate movies. <laughs> That's
0: your I don't for like watching films. Too
3: long.
2: Give me YouTube any day. I, you, could, you could name a million popular films I've not seen. I'm, I'm not, just not really a film guy.
0: i tell you what, are you open to discussing what you um, put in your mouth Saturday? <laughs> wow. <laughs>
2: wow yeah so for some reason don't ask me why there's no no logic behind this i exclusively eat chicken or beef right in in the meat arena um i'm not vegetarian obviously i've got a massive burger on the delivery right now but if it's not chicken and it's not beef i ain't eating it now when i tell people that the next response is what fish i say no (laughs) what bacon i say no. Oh, nice little lamb chop. I say, no. Go on, a sausage. You must have a sausage. No. And people don't understand that when I say it, I mean it. Chicken or beef or
0: nothing, right? That's it. That's it. I've I've known you for a long time. That's all you'll participate, putting in your mouth. Yes. However, things changed. And that's not always been the case. I don't know why
2: it's now the case. There's no, there's nothing behind it other than it's weird, I know. However, on Saturday, at your house, I had a sausage roll. How did you find it? I actually really liked it. And because I was eating it thinking, why don't I eat these more often?
0: Because <laughs> you're an athlete. Yeah, maybe that's the case. So, um, yeah, there I feel you like go. A, new, a new man. You, you seem different today. Mm. See, I can tell. Oh no, masculine. Many, there's too many jokes here. Um, <laughs> yeah, <say> <laughs> I'm
2: done. As being an athlete, though, just a quick one. Uh, we have had a lot of people, and we appreciate it, joining us on the 100 kilometers in August. Oh, running. yeah. So if you've missed this, anyone who wants to partake, feel free. Um, we're going to run 100 kilometers this month. I'm on 45k so far. You're on I'm on 28.
0: Yeah, I've really slowed down this I last week. I did
2: commit to being on 50 by today, and I'm a 5k short of that, so I'm sorry. Uh, hopefully by the time this podcast comes out everyone listens to it, I will actually be on 50 because <laughs> I'll try and do some tonight. Um, people are doing it by walking or running. If you want to do just 250k, that's a par. 75k, that's a birdie, or 100k, is an eagle, any more than that, you're insane. Um, But yeah, join us, people have been,
0: um, yeah, joining us and doing it. So Alex, who runs our Hit channel, he's made it less competitive. Yeah, he's ruined it really. He's really ruined it for us, to be honest with you. He's gone out like a train and he's on 67 kilometres. Yeah, it's a bit annoying really. Ed, who does all our graphics and our wonderful shot tracers, scorecards, etc, has done 49k. He's in second. Then you're in third. I'm in fourth at 28. Matt, who does the podcast, is currently injured. So he is a full kilometre behind me. And I hope <laughs> he stays there. And uh, <laughs> Sam, who does all the camera gear, he's, uh, he's only done 13K at the moment. He needs to, he needs to up that up. Here's a quick, quick question. James Edge, would you rather shoot level par every round guaranteed? Mm-hmm. 18 pars yeah. in a row. Yeah. Every time yeah. guaranteed. Or have the ups and downs of golf, not knowing if you'll, you have the possibility of shooting 10 under par or 20 over par. 100% the second option. How boring would it be? You wouldn't play golf. If, think about
2: this now. Every time you played golf, you just parred the hole.
0: What would the fun be? But it doesn't tell you how you par the hole. Mm, true. Like you could hit one out of bounds. and you also smart your scorecard before you go out. Yeah, but I think you'd do everything you could to try and not hit par, but you still do. Yeah, no, I, I, I think <laughs> you would never win anything, really.
2: Because your handicap would be scratch. And yeah. You'd always just shoot, you, you might win occasionally if it's a really tough day. You might shoot level par and net 72 and win. But if you go out and shoot 10 under par one day, you could win lowest gross, win club championship. Next week, you're 20 over. Oh, bad day in the office today.
0: But if you shot level par every single time, could you not be a tour pro? No. No way. What would level par get you? You yeah. wouldn't get through Q school, would you? True. You get. You could get. There was an, in, an article on this. You get through. You get through regional qualifying for the Open. Yeah, you wouldn't keep your tour
2: card. There was an article on this. Literally, I'm not joking. About 20 years ago, in I think Golf Monthly or whatever today's Golf or Golf World at the time, and it was called Mr. Par, and it was like an imaginative thing of if there was a guy who did actually do that and parred everything, how would he do on tour? And you wouldn't keep your card. But then what's weird, I suppose actually is I don't know if that's in fact I am making it up because is there some events where like actually par would do quite well at like the US Open or well that's what I mean yeah but, but I
0: don't it's not as often anymore no and you wouldn't get your card in the first instance like over par doesn't win hardly anything does it even no. US Opens now like the guys are shooting under par every single time really yeah. I would I like the
2: excitement of I think that's why we love golf even though we don't think we do the fact that it is so random and how you can play can vary so much. It makes the highs so much better
1: because the lows are so grim.
0: I think I want the pars all the time. No, you, you like, a, you like <laughs> mess and stuff being um, I, I didn't answer the question before from Penno, Tink Up or Happy Gilmore? Oh yeah. For me, Happy Gilmore every day. Yeah. But Tink Up, honestly, I know you're not a film guy. Definitely check it out. Okay. Um, right, last question. Uh, coming in hot. Um, <laughs> how hot? Super hot once I found it. Uh, what would be a good question to ask? There's some very, very random ones. Like someone's asked, How full are your bins? Um, we're empty because my emptied on Monday.
2: Quick one for you. Actually, today's Monday. Obviously, the podcast is out on Tuesday. So, tonight, Monday night, um, Man United are playing. What's your football vibe this year? You'll see how it goes. Depends how much we start to win. If you are in the top three, top two, top three by Christmas, I think you'll be a massive football fan again.
0: If if City would have drawn or lost the first game, I think I'd have got much more interested. I just think they look too good. Think Dwight York'll have a good season. <laughs> <laughs> as long as he's partnering with Andy Cole again yeah. I think he'll be fine so we've we've uh, I, I think I think my my football will be up there this year your knowledge just like my interest okay if it lasts post Christmas I'll be impressed
2: yeah you need to have a little bit of knowledge yesterday was a bit awkward so um Liverpool played and I had my Liverpool shirt on just because I've got my little girl Liverpool kit obviously the people here go Ooh. but anyway I did and when <laughs> what do you do? They go, <laughs> uh, and when my, so my family came to watch the match as well, and they left. And as I was, as they was, I was kind of seeing them out. I took the bins out because, as I just said, my bins get collected on a Monday. And my neighbour, he was also putting his bins out. He said, "Oh, you just watch that then. Again, I have Liverpool shit on. I went, oh yeah, you know, it wasn't so good, was it?" And I went, "No." And I was thinking, I wish now I had that knowledge. I could say, we "Just need X. Oh, we need to do that. We need to press more from the back." Know what to say? We need to sign that unnamed player from Correct. like Crystal Palace or whatever. Correct. I didn't know what to say, so I just... No, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't very good,
0: was it? <laughs> <laughs> we need to score more. Yeah,
2: but that—that's it innit? it. But you like that? You like you? You love what you? What you love? You getting your hair cut? The barber's like, watch your match last night, mate, and you've heard a little bit on on Twitter. You go, yeah, just we we need that new left kid, don't we? Just to just to penetrate up that left
0: wing. <laughs> well, it's it's good now because uh, this again, this is not. One second, me being sexist, but I I have a female barber now. And... She's not into football. We we talk about anything else but football. TikTok. So it's great. So Mm. you can hear some of the other customers panicking because... The other fellas who barbers there are, are like, oh, so did you watch the match? And they're like, yeah, 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 I definitely watched it. So I think re- uh, realistic seen- that's the only people. I, that's the only reason why people watch football. Yeah, to talk.
2: I in love the barber. The, the, the excitement of a football match is far better than watching a football match. Have you have seen those videos though, where like people go up to like football grounds and they'll go to like these what, claim to be hardcore fans and they go. So what do you think about the fact we're looking at signing Shieldsio from uh, Lazio for fourteen point six million? People go like yeah yeah he's a good player he's good on his left side
0: <laughs> left foot couldn't he and he's just and made up name, name. Yeah. i love it anyway thanks for listening everybody our burgerism has arrived has it? pretty much um see you all soon have a wonderful day week month whatever you're doing uh tickets on sale for the live show next week um lots and lots of things are happening always so stay tuned to everything. That's not convinced me to stay tuned but come on then why are you asked so nicely now? I feel like I started
2: the podcast with such high energy and I've really really flattened i really, really, really gone really, down if anyone's listening this far I don't uh, think this is our best episode no I today. don't it's crap let's not release really, so. it if this is released if you listen to this bit now it's because I've got nothing else to <laughs> offer you so you've got this basically
0: and if you did enjoy this 190 wow, episodes you. of this drivel
2: absolute <laughs>
0: drivel <laughs> four
2: years I, I, actually if you're in the clubhouse then uh, yeah d- you,
0: yeah Find we a we apologize. We are new, are <laughs> you, you get you get less of a bloody murder. <laughs> <laughs> less hey! of a murder, right? Like All of us see off. Less murder.
3: <laughs> <that>.
0: Bye. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit eBay.com for terms.
1: Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science?